We're back. Cigar Talk Podcast. Live. Back in the building. It's your boy Cobain and East Staff. East Staff. In the house. East Staff is really in the house today, man. No yeah, suit on, today. Yeah, I've been on spring break. You look like it. You look like you've been hang, you've been been on spring break, riding my bike, parachuting just, right now. He, he yeah. staff has, has got one of the most vintage jumpsuits on I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like this shit is straight out of Back to the no, Future. No, these man. are like basically. Well, this is for the illumination at night and everything. Okay, yeah. you want to be seen. Yeah, I gotta be seen. I thought this you was on your way to a music video or something. No, this no, this is some no, new shit for me, man. No. It's new no, shit. No, the pants are what they call what they call them joggers now or something. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a so like my son wear that type of shit like every day, like right. all the time. Super relaxed anyway. It, yeah, it takes a minute. It yeah, it's it's the new style really. So how was your week? Man, my week not too bad. You know what I'm saying? Friday, it's happy hour somewhere. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And uh, you know what? My son got his permit today. And, wow. And, um, so how you feel about that? I'm a little nervous. I'm really because for his life, for the most part, at least the last six, seven months, it's been nothing but Fortnite and and just you know Facetime and his friends and shit. It's like all of a sudden now he popped up with this permit and it's like, I mean, he's serious about this shit. Like he wants to drive and which you know I was like, what? When are you gonna like get with it? Like for us, when you turn 16, you had to have your driver's license the day you turn 16. Yeah. And so I was nervous that it wasn't you know gonna have like when. And so, uh, shout out to his aunt uh, and his uncle. They actually took him today. He, you know, Did they, it, okay. So yeah. is he gonna get driver's less uh, driver's lessons or? I don't know if they do that at his school. I'm not sure. I don't think they do it at center because I was. Uh, I don't think they do either. No. But, but I caught around for my daughter, and they were like five hundred dollars. Yeah, driver's lesson. But I'm gonna get it. If some. you think about it, the it's anxiety. That it would cause a parent, you know, like to ride around and you like. It's worth it. Hey, it's a stop sign. We need to stop. We gotta stop. Yeah. Stop this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's different than Look you know out. what I'm saying. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit. You know, makes me nervous. But he's come a long way. I think he'll do really well. I'm proud of him, man. It's a proud moment for him. So that was today, man. And beyond that, really not much else, man. It's just you know the same struggle, man. Trying to keep it together. Right. You know, have you been watching these upsets, the NCAA tournament? That's been cracking. Two number nine seeds moved right. on. To the Elite Eight. Right. KU plays tonight. KU's about to come on here in a little bit. Man, we, you know. I was really excited for K-State last night, though. You're excited for anything that's fucking Kansas. Not really. That's no. really what it is, E-Staff. That's just, really what I feel. It's man. just it's people, like, especially you, you kind of have a, a bias you know, or tunnel vision when it comes to the area. You only focus on Missouri. It's because I'm from Missouri. But Like, I'm from Missouri. Kansas City. Missouri. Kansas. 816. It's a difference. That's all I'm saying. So, but, you know, you know it's, so it's you, you went to a K State watch party and you're on no. your way. Is that why you're wearing this reflective gear? So no, you can go actually get fell into asleep, a. fell asleep at the, on the game at is, the end. Is that right? Was, they were all pretty excited. This whole fucking tournament <laughs> has been exciting to me, man. Anyway, I'm I'm hopeful for local area teams. It's not like I'm. Then we, uh, for K State, we got a, a Wainwright that's playing. He's from Kansas City. Okay. You may know his dad, Calvin Wainwright. I don't know yeah. if you know him. Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, his son. Mm hmm. They had another K-State. one that went to Baylor, right? Right. Anyway, that's good. That's big. It's big for the area, man. So I'm excited about exactly, you know, for me, it's about 
all of the hometown shit. So like if it's local, if it's region, even if it's regional, I can kind of fuck with it with regard to that. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, even Kansas On the too. big stage. Yeah, on the big stage it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like how can you not really fuck with it? Because so everybody else is So is KU and K-State going to have a chance to meet? I don't know how that works. I didn't even do a, I didn't even do a bracket this year to be honest with you, and I'm glad I didn't because I, I I'm hearing everybody's brackets are pretty pretty much fucked. So right, you know, at the end of the day. But when anyway, does baseball season start? Still on sports a little bit, but when is I think when is Royal Spring training start? That's already started. I think that's what I thought. Yeah, they've been playing. They played several games. So surprise Arizona. We got Moose back from what I understand. Yeah, and, that was good. I don't know. I haven't. I, haven't, I don't know. But anyway. We have a special guest. We do. And it's always good when we have a special guest. And it's, I mean, and it's, it's even really, better. Really befitting a really special is. guest. It is really fitting. And it's better when a special guest is not even really a guest, for real, for real, at the Cigar Lounge. Or of us, or at least for me, at least. You right. know what I'm saying? We got the homie Mike Stouse in the building. Hey! Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Of course. Mike, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. I am doing good. I am living life. Um. Yeah, things are good. Things, things are, are really good. Things are definitely good. And you can tell they are by your beard, too. Mike has one of the most imposing beards <laughs> that you would ever see in your life. <laughs> a lot more gray and, from when we first met about, you know, eight, nine years ago. Yeah, it's ago. a lot more gray than your Facebook pictures, too. Yeah, well, you know. We go back, man. We do. Mike and I go back. He was actually, you were around when I first got really introduced to the hobby, man, the smoke of cigars. So, so you were down at the uh, Fidel's and correct. all that? Yep. Fidel's was the spot. And I've given East Staff a little bit of a history of Fidel's and that kind of thing, sure. you know, which is good. But, you know, it was more of, it was it was a lot going on. There were a lot of good people, you know, got good individuals in right. general. And we both and came my, in at a very good time. This I think was, so, too. Uh, God, what would have been late 2009, early 2010. Yes. This is when I moved to Kansas City. Okay. Yes. From where? Well, that's a story in itself. Um, well, let's hear. Let's tell yeah, sure, the story. Um, I'm originally from north of Topeka, Holton, Kansas. Holton. Okay, so I grew up in this little town of like 3,000 people. Okay. And um, when I grew up, it was always, you know, growing up in a small town, you always, for me at least, it was look into the bigger thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you didn't want to buy you know, wear shoes from Walmart or jeans from Walmart, you had to go to Topeka, which is a half hour south. <laughs> that was and the big city. That was the Topeka big city. Topeka was a big city. And, you know, every once in a while it would be, we'd go to Kansas City. I grew up, you know, in a farming community, mm-hmm. um, and my parents were farmers in the early 80s. Awesome. But, so, you know, we'd come down to the stockyards. Back okay. In the West Bottoms? In the West Bottoms. Yep. Um, and even more so in St. Joe, because they still had the stock exchange going as well. Right. Um, but Topeka was always that, that's the next big thing, right? Right. And so then I moved there after I got divorced, skipping a little bit here, but um, I realized it wasn't always cracked up to be. Okay. Yeah. So it was, what's the next one? And that was Kansas City. Yes. And uh, I took a few detours to get here, um, but 2000, late 2009, I moved down from work had transferred me to St. Joe. That company got bought out, and they needed me in Kansas City. What now? What kind of work were you doing? Um, at the time, I was running a franchisee's um, Verizon Wireless. Okay, so yeah, you were as manager, or yeah, a, okay. yeah, up in St. Joe. Um, and so the guy, he was based out of Topeka, he had a shop in St. Joe. I came to work for him. He was like, I, and I'd worked for Verizon Corporate in Topeka before. And uh, he was like, I'd love to bring you on. I'd love for you to, to bring that wealth and knowledge you have from that corporate side. Mm-hmm. 
but I need somebody in St. Joe. And I had just gone through a bad breakup, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. You know, let's just. Let's go. Let's do something different. This isn't mm-hmm. working for me. And so I moved out there not knowing a soul. And um, did it for a few months and then turned around. This guy who'd owned this business for like 20-some years said, oh, by the way, I sold. Oh, wow. Nice. But don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. Nothing's going to change. And he had five different managers, including myself, who had been there for anywhere from 15 to six or seven years. I was a new kid on the block at just a few months. And within four months after the company had been sold, I was the last man standing. Oh. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got me down to Kansas City where he was running. He had taken over the 33rd and Main spot. And so I was running that. I lived just north of Westport. And I called a buddy of mine who was a cigar rep at the time for Oliva. And uh, I said, hey, where's a good spot for me to go? You know, where's a good cigar shop? And he was so, like, wait, so you were already in the hobby of smoking cigars? I was. Yeah, okay. what did you get into? That's a whole other story in itself. As okay, well. well, see, that's what I'm, I mean, that's, what did you get so into before that? we go there, hold on. Sure, sure, sure. So let's do this because I'm ready to get into my shit. So, and first of all, man, thank you too, man. Mike came in here bearing gifts, you know what I'm saying? So we got a nice ashtray over here that we can work with. But before I get into all of this, I want to talk about what we're smoking today. So I have the Davidoff uh, Special R702 series. And what are you going to smoke, Mike? Um, you gifted me, so generously, the Davidoff Millennium Series. That's right. So we on the Davidoff shit. And East Staff is actually getting ready to yeah, I'm gonna light try up one. with us as yeah. well. So what you got, East Staff? What's that? I have what, what you, you gave me. It looks like a Davidoff. It's another Genevieve. Davidoff. But what's the series that? on there? Well, the Genevieve is, so Davidoff's based out of Switzerland. Winston Churchill, is that the series? Winston Churchill's a series. And then, so that's the brand. Davidoff is based out of where? Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Switzerland, okay. Yeah. And all their factories are in um, Dominican Republic, but that's the late hour. Okay. The late hour, I heard, is very good. And really uh, good. the tobacco is in the Dominican Republic. A lot of it is. Um, I don't know where the rapper's from on that one. Um, Kurt and I are both smoking ones that... Davidoff is mostly known for Dominican. They're more known for their mild but excellent quality cigars. But mine is an Ecuadorian wrapper, and then his... It's a hybrid. Is a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Ecuadorian rapper. Yeah, we had to actually make a, a secret espionage phone call just to make sure how hybrid and how secret it is. But basically, it's uh, yeah, it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Uh, let me pull it back up here. It's a hybrid seed, right? Is that what we found hybrid out? Hybrid seed, cross pollination. Cross pollinated. It's a lot of shit going on with it. It's high quality. It's Davidoff. They had an event last night. A few of our members went, so I had them pick me up some shit anyway. I wanted to make sure we had something special for Mike, man, that was here, man. I'm really glad that you're here. So I'm ready to go into mine as we get into the history, your yeah, history sure ready to go into of the hobby. Too. So mm-hmm. as we do that, and we, what are you going to use to cut yours? You going to do a straight cut on yours? Yeah, I'm going to do a straight cut. Well, I brought you guys um, each a cut. Put that down. Put that shit yeah, down. Yeah, he's not playing Put that. that shit down. He is not playing that. So tell us what you okay, got here. Okay, so I work for Zykar. I've been working with him seven years, and we'll go down that winding road to figure out how I got there. But at any rate, um, I brought you both a cutter and lighter set. And by looking around, not to be a snob, but looking around the spot, you guys needed some good stuff. I appreciate that. So <laughs> I went and talked to my boss. And, That's uh, right. I said, hey, I'm going to be on this podcast tonight. I want to take care of the host, make sure, you know, the brand's represented well. And he's like, yeah, go get what you need. Oh, man. So That's, I picked out a couple awesome. things for you guys. Yes. Um, a cutter and cutter and cutter and You mind if I go ahead and no, just open this up now? No, please do. Okay. for you to. Now, look how it's packaged, I've been waiting man. for this reaction. Let, oh, shit. Is this rose gold? Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's really nice looking. Look at this, man. 
Dark Blade on there is a double action. So basically, is there is there a name for this particular that's one? That's the XI one. So that's a limited release okay. of our 12th Man collection. Okay. You being a Mizzou fan. I appreciate that. I grabbed a black and gold for it. I appreciate that. So the black that and was, gold. Good looking out. That was a limited run that we did uh, fall of 2016. Oh, very nice. So Ready to I go. had so that. I'm not. I'm a KU fan, so yes. I, I can tell you right now that that cigar has never that cutter has never touched a cigar. Okay, well, it's lips. about to touch one right now. Right. That's awesome. So yes, that's what I'm going to use, and this is really beautiful too, man. I mean, I'm not playing it. So Zycar, I want to. I want to get into all up into sure. Zycar because I, it's been known for years for being one of the most quality, you know, quality manufacturers for this type of stuff. So I want to make sure that our listeners understand and know where to get the best shit. So. Staff, are you? I'm just, are, you know, I'm just here to be. Wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got, you got a gift there's, over there there's too. There's box sitting in front of you too. Oh, Listen to that. Look, look at this. That's for you. See? I, you know, hey. We're coming I'm, along now, East I'm totally to new. Open that one, man. That one gets you into the. There you go. That gets you into that, the. That's cup. step two. That's step two. Let's start with step one. Let's start with step one. We gotta okay. break it down in steps for East Staff. Man, this is really nice, man. Oh, I appreciate yeah, it. No problem. I really do. I really do. This is really nice. Okay. So that is a blacked out spalted tamarind. Um, okay. Spalted tamarind is woods in Southeast Asia. Pull down the button there. There you um, go. Woods in Southeast Asia falling on the jungle floor, and then you see some of the lines in there, and that's actually from insects going into the wood, and kind of creating that and the byproduct oh. of the insects hitting that. But it's it's a wow. refined wood. Very authentic. Uh, Very special, man. And then matched up with the same blacked out phantom blades and body, like Cobain's got going on his. Right. That is a serious cutter. It serious really cutter, Eastside. There you go. Is that your first real cutter? Yeah. It's okay. my first time. I mean, yeah. I okay. like all these little accessories right. that go along that's, with it. That's the world I'm in. That is what, that's what, okay, so now. So now I can cut it. Oh, yeah, this, please. Tony, check this out. Let me check out this cutter. You're a Mizzou fan, too. And so oh. I should cut it where, right? Tony's right. in the so shop helping out as well. The, that line right there. Line right there. <laughs> yeah. You don't that's want to go below, so that's uh, yeah, but you don't want to go down below that curve. It's limited so edition. right, oh. right here? Yeah. Mizzou, right black right and gold. Okay. Yes. So tell me about this lighter here, Mike. So that lighter is the black on black, um, which we've gone with with this particular model. That's the ELX. Okay. Um, it's on its third generation now. It's one of our most, that is our most popular perennial lighter that we come out with. Oh my goodness. So, it's so, fra- I feel like T'Challa from the Black Panther with this <laughs> motherfucker right now, man. Um, this is so dope. Double action, double oh, flame. Shit. And then if you don't care that ugly as hell Mizzou looking cutter with you, that's got a punch built into the bottom as well. Oh, is that right? I'll make sure that I carry this. Did I do this low enough? Oh, no, that's maybe just a little bit more off the top. Because you want to get that, yeah, you might want to get that full. Oh, man. I'm so precise with this shit, too. I mean, that's part of the whole brand with Zycar, right? Right. You ever listen to our shows and you hear a bunch of clinkly, clink, clink? Oh, I hear it every time. Yeah, that's I know what it is. I know what it is. That's us trying to get shit relit from... Not the best quality lighter, so well, all and, that's well, changed. And you're on a podcast, too. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, just the nature of the cigar. It's going to go out if you don't keep puffing on it. Right, right. So, I, usually well, when I'm in a shop, I'll tell guys, you know, less talky, more smoky. But you're on a podcast. you got to keep talking. <laughs> less talky, more smoky. <laughs> less talky, more smoky. <laughs> that's a new one. Well, shit, we about to get our smoky dokey on. And we also got, man, Mike had all type of gifts. So, he brought in, He we were thinking Ooh. about the same thing, right? Look at that yeah, lighter. Yeah, we were. Yeah. So he, he staff, I got him. Same model you got, Cobain. 
uh, but with the black and bronze. That way you guys aren't reaching for each other and thinking, oh, no, that's mine. Yeah, that's do mine. not so reach over here. Uh, you know, I'm thinking. Or the strength of the Black Panther will strike your ass, East Staff, if you reach over here. Because <laughs> this lighter is off the chain. Mm-hmm. Metals on the cutter are good, but they aren't vermanium or whatever that metal oh, yeah. is on the... Man, I love it. Mm. Just the first, mm -hmm. list, you know you're smoking a good quality cigar. Mm. Yeah, so. So, me getting into cigars. Um, yeah. It's a funny story. So, I am computer savvy, for lack of a better term. Okay. Spent six years working in a bank um, doing IT infrastructure, network, the whole nine yards, and uh, got let go. Um, they brought in another guy that had a master's degree in computer science and was willing to work for less money, so there you go. it happens. Um, so I sat for a minute, went through the savings, and um, a buddy of mine worked for a radio station. Okay. And this is in Topeka. Okay. And uh, he said, you know, have you ever done sales? I said, no. I was, I bartended some, which is kind of... You know, kind of like sales. Well, that, I right? mean, you got to have interpersonal relationships. Yeah. You got to be able to talk to people. You know, that right. a bit. And I was like, I could probably leverage that. Right. And uh, so he's like, Well, come on in and apply. So I started doing radio sales advertising. Okay. And this is in 2007, right before the economy started. Kind of crashing. So yeah. It wasn't the best fit, but one of the spots that I went to to try to get on with a contract was Churchill's in Topeka. Okay. Uh, and I thought I should be able to get them in because my dad was actually a customer of theirs. Okay. He bought his first pipe off the same guy that still owns the shop before he went to Vietnam. So tell me, so Churchill's, give me a description of like what type of shop is this? Is this like? Um, you're looking at about the same size of what we got going on here. Oh, okay. Um, not a big so shop. Not a, not a big shop. Not a big but... shop. Huge humidor for okay. the size of the shop. But gotcha. I mean, as far as seating goes, you know, it's a couple couches, a few chairs, that whole bit. Okay. Um, nothing big, real small, but it's the only game going in town as far as cigars go. Okay. And I thought I could leverage, all right, my dad was a customer of theirs. And I remember going in to this shop when I was five, six years old with my parents to go pick up pipe tobacco for my dad. Okay. So I thought I could kind of leverage that. Okay. And what happened was, you know, these guys, they've owned a shop for going on 50 some years, probably okay. more than that. Okay. And... Wouldn't you know it, before they ever signed a contract, I was hooked in smoking cigars. You know, Boom. Just like Hook, that. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, hook, line, and sinker. They were like, <laughs> you know, I went in, I gave my pitch. It was like pulling teeth to get the appointment. Went through the whole nine yards, set everything out in front of them. Uh -huh. And so then they asked me, it was like, well, do you smoke cigars? And I was like, I've had a few here and there. You know, nothing special. My first cigar was actually at... Um, McCoy's in Westport. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Back when yeah. they used to have the smoking lounge in there and you could actually yeah. smoke in there. Now, is that gone now? Is that still you there? You can still buy cigars in there. You can still buy cigars Yeah, and they've got okay. wall art in there where you can, you know, where that used to be the smoking lounge. Okay. Walking over to Foundry. Okay. Uh, but you can't smoke in there anymore. But at any right. rate, um, they're like, well, Rocky Patel's got this new Connecticut. You're a beginner cigar smoker. That, that'll be good for you. Uh-huh. So I walked out of there with a cigar. They cut it for me because I didn't have a cutter, obviously. And... Um, yeah, I was hooked. From that moment. From that moment on. So it what got was it like? What was it that hooked you? Obviously, at the time, you didn't really know a lot about what tobacco you may or may oh, not no, like. Oh no, I had no Was it just no the clue. environment? It was the atmosphere. It was the environment. It, it was, was the, the, the brotherhood. Yes. Okay. Okay. It was. They were welcoming. Okay. There you, you know, go. And so, 
when I'm working a job where I'm trying to get in somebody else's pocket, you know, for something not measurable as advertising, right? You know, you get a lot of doors. You're counting the nose until you get the yes. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, just yeah. like anybody yeah. that sells. Sales, you know, East Staff tried a sales job before. He said he was. I'm always a sales. He said he was terrible, though. You said you were terrible as a call center rep or some shit, right? Oh, no, that was a collection. Collections, that's oh, right. Shit. And I was like, yeah, fuck off. East Staff called me, and I'd be like, yeah, fuck off. Because the way he started the conversation, I'm like, you're not going to get anywhere like You got to be a heartless motherfucker to be good in collections. Well, that's yeah. true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. I mean. No, but when I did sales, I did insurance sales, and I did pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the insurance sales, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially so, the car. I mean, no, 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 the path goes where the path goes. I, I, it's I, no get, off, I get off the subject. Like, right. Have you ever been to sales? Yes. What's the broker? Oh, freight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hashtag um, black broker. What's that? Hashtag black broker. Black broker. That's right. <laughs> black broker brothers. Anyway, I yeah. Think so. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. So about it, no, it was the camaraderie. It was straight up camaraderie. I yeah. Mean, you know, to fast forward a little bit, I've had cigars with guys that might as well have been homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, people from all walks of life. Mayor Sly James, huge yeah. cigar smoker. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he comes, likes the nubs, right? He does like the nub Connecticut's. He's moved. Yeah. On, he's moved on. To, he he's a Connecticut smoker kind of guy. Yeah. Um, you know, rock stars. Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. See, y'all getting it? I got I got bullet points for you, Mike. I got a lot of shit I want to ask you about, man. Uh. No, the reason why is because, man, I mean, it's so good to have you here. And I know you got such a diverse background when it comes to the culture. And that's part of, like, what we hope to do with the podcast. We got listeners, with, you know, from all over. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously East Ave brings what he does in terms of the history around and the history of Kansas City. But I, I want to talk to you. So, like, who has been, like, tell us about some of the most, you know, fascinating people that you have got a chance to, to smoke with. Um, you know, for me, it was, God, where do I even start? You know Honestly, Kurt, it was, I can name off a list of just, you know, half a dozen people that were like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Right. But because I can be an outgoing person, that's not necessarily my personality. At heart, I'm an introvert. Right, right. But just like I told you when we were in the humidor earlier, cigars are that common denominator. They're that equalizer. Equalizer. I like that term. You know, I mean, would you and I have ever crossed paths? Probably not. I don't know. Well, as much fucking KU Jayhawk shit as you can wear, right. probably not. But probably no, I'm not. joking. I'm right, joking. Right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. No, but no, we I probably mean, would have though. Right. You know, we, it's, it's, not, it's possible. Probably it's because possible. of your car. Have you seen his car outside? Mm-mm. He got the old school. I, tell, tell us about your whip, Mike. I it love is, your whip, man. It's a uh, 1992 Cadillac Brome Baby Blue. Oh, Baby wow. blues sitting on 22s. 22s on that 22s. bitch. Put some 22s on that bitch. You know I'm gonna go out and look at you it. You see it, Tony? <laughs> I see it. Oh man, that's my shit, man. That's yeah, that's Mike, man. That's, that's how me. Mike rolled, man. That, that's my uh, street cred. That's your street cred. Yeah, Hell yeah. Else. If you needed any, <laughs> if I need it, because your beard alone is give you a little bit of street cred. A little bit. Hell yeah. No, it's not like I'm 150, you know, five foot eight walking around here. That's true. Yeah, Mike, you like you you would beat the fuck out of somebody like. And why you and not drop your cigar at the same time? Oh, don't fuck up my cigar. That's why we would have to talk and throw hands. Exactly. You know, yeah, don't brother. mess up my cigar. I love that car, man. I love it. It's like, like no, it's funny, and it's a funny story I, behind it. Um, a few years ago, my wife had a uh, crossover vehicle, and she was looking for something just different. And she was like, "I don't want to spend more than ten thousand. Mm-hmm. I want low miles." And I'm like, "You ain't gonna find shit." Right. Yeah. So I got onto Cars.com just being that jerk of a husband that I was and just was like, all right, we're going to find out what we can see. Yeah. And that popped up. 
Because it was serious? less than 10,000. It was less, at the time, less than 50,000 miles on it. Oh, so that's ain't even been broke in yet. No. But this was a car for your wife, right? That's what I was looking for. <laughs> that's, that's what started it. And I was like, oh, well, I, I got to get that. I mean, yeah. it's a Brom or Broham, depending on if we need to translate. Yes. Um, I'm aware of my audience. <laughs> I love Broham. But, uh, Broham is a good term. Right. Right. East Ave is usually my broham until he starts talking shit about right. kicking me out of his class and how I don't <laughs> how, pay attention to certain how shit. How foul your mouth is. Yeah, but I do have a foul mouth. But it was mouth. funny because I was like bigger vehicles and the thing that stuck out about Well, you because a big was, dude, though. Well, thank you. But it was clean. There wasn't anything wrong with it. I told my wife, you know, if something goes wrong with it, I can fix it. And it's, yeah. it's proved me right on that many a times. Yeah. And um, I remembered from Digital Underground's Sons of the P album. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. It's a good thing that we're rapping. That's right. That's right. Shock G, better known as Humpty Hump, was talking about the broham and the how they, you know the snotty nose and the gold plate on the grill. There the you go. Blown there the you go. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I could roll with that. I love the whip, man. Thank you. The whip is is just an extension of I think a good personality, good right. good brother all the way, man. It's a good so, match. So you so I want to circle back around. So sure. we. We make our way to Kansas City. Right. You're moving around a little bit in Kansas City. You've you've created this. You've got this connection to cigars now. Right. So as a consumer. Do, as a consumer. Right. As a consumer. Right. So you were a consumer in the Fidel's days. I was. Or no? Okay. I was. Yeah. Yes. So, absolutely. Yeah. So like, what what brought you into the Fidel's loop? Because that was a whole wave in itself. I it mean, was. that was like. And it was. It was a time. Yeah. Right. It was a time. And it wasn't anybody that was in there that brought me in because I didn't know anybody. You know, right. again, just like when I moved to St. Joe, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Now, was you already in there, Kurt, in Fidel's? Around the same time as when oh, so y'all started coming around, around the same, the same time. time. I'm guessing, am I right? I, I, I don't so. remember when we exactly met, but yeah. I, I came in there a couple of times. Yeah, I have been, been coming through there, but not like on a consistent, like, four out of seven days a week, I'm in Fidel's blowing. What is around? You know what uh, I'm saying? That's around that time. 2008 time or something? About. Yeah. yeah. About yeah. 2008. Yeah. But I mean, I had historically been going in Fidel's when it was like one couch, two chairs in there. You right. know what I mean? When you can go get in and out through Dark Horse. You know what I'm saying? So that's a that was a different time. That was a different you time. You know what I'm saying? But the time you come, it was right. like, it was, a, it was starting to pick up a trendy kind of feel to it. It was. Well, and I didn't know better. I was just yeah. like, that's that's who's there. Yeah. And so I called a buddy of mine, Corey Ornick, who was a rep for Oliva that I met before he was a rep for Oliva at Churchill's in Topeka. Okay. So okay. I called him up and I was like, listen, I'm just north of Westport. I was just north of the Uptown Theater. And I picked that spot because I could walk to work. I yeah. Mean, I had a car, but I was walking to work, which yeah. is at 33rd and Main. Makes sense. Right. So I'd Makes get sense. off work. I'd go to my apartment. I'd come down to Westport, I'd grab something to eat, something to drink somewhere down there, and then I'd end up at Fidel's until closing time. Yep. So yep. you're in there four or seven days a week. I'm in there, single Three. guy new to the city, don't know anybody. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Sunday, and I've been here every day. Hell yeah, Because I didn't know anybody else, but then I started meeting other people. and yep. didn't go through that whole list, but no, that's what got me into Fidel's. Mm-hmm. And then it just, it took my love for the culture. You all right there, you staff? Yeah, he stopped. Slow down there, man. Need some water? It's a serious fucking cigar, he stopped. <laughs> I was hoping nobody heard that. What the fuck do you yeah. think you're smoking, man? Well, then do it quieter if you don't want to scare it. <laughs> so what the fuck is going on? Hold on, hold on, man. And that was my only one, and I'm my only uh, hiccup. Yeah, it's no, all you good. It's all good. So, yeah. You good on some... So we have uh, yeah. Riggers in the building, and Mike brought us some Riggers. 
Mike brought a lot of fucking gifts, man. I this, did. This is like a Santa Claus effect to you. It you is know a little saying? bit. So we Christmas got some singers, but then we were on the same tip because I brought the Eagles rare in the building. We, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So we, so we, uh, we, you know, I mean, that's what we do. Right. Right. It's almost like you know, like shit. Well, and this goes back to the day where you know we'd all bring a bottle. Yes. Set it on the table. Grab yes. some glasses. Grab some. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And that's just what it was. And just share. Yeah. You know, that's what it, it was. Wasn't, it wasn't like you were stuck with whatever you brought. Mm-hmm. But we would just sit down. That and was share. part of it. I remember man. some heavy conversations in there too, though. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. always. And then a definitely. lot of bullshit conversations as well. But for you, so like, how would you describe? Well, obviously now, like for me, it started out as more of kind of a similar, but like still, still kind of a hobby. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? How do you feel like, like when your transition when it came from more of just, hey, I'm just here because kind of new to the area. Right. So this is where I want to be. Like, when did that happen, and how did that come about? That was pretty quick. Okay. Um, you know, it was just, you know, I tell people, hey. You know, they'd introduce themselves. Everybody was friendly as hell. And so they just introduced myself. It was like, who do you know around here? Do you run with? I was like, I don't know nobody. Yeah. And so I would just start meeting people. Yeah. And then we would start running around town, doing everything else. You know, single time, didn't matter. You know, yeah. Whatever is whatever. Whatever is, yeah. Yeah. And so it it kept going to the point. I was like, I, I was happy in the job that I was at, but I was sick of working retail. Right. So... I then turn around and I went on to Monster, Hot Jobs, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and just type in cigars, Kansas City. Okay. And there was a spot open at Sidecar. Let's, so, let's talk about that. Yeah, so this was a big was a, move. Yeah, it was. Can you give us a history, I mean, a lesson on just Zycar itself? No, sure, absolutely. Like, like what, what is Zycar? What is Zycar? Like, for the average person that may or may not know, it might be listening to this. Sure. Because I know they've seen the brand or seen the, yeah, the labels absolutely. all over the world. Um, so what Zycar started out as was the owner of Zycar, well, now former owner of Zycar. Um, yeah. He went to get a cigar cutter, and this is right at the height slash tail end of the cigar boom, mid nineties. And he was willing to pay. He was a successful guy. He was willing to pay whatever to get a good quality cigar cutter. So he went into a shop. It's local to Kansas City. Went into a shop here in KC. And just no matter what he was willing to pay, he didn't feel like he could really find something that was a good quality product. And so he called a buddy of his from college, KU, um, by a gentleman by the name of Scott Almsberger, Kurt Van Keppel's the guy I was talking about. And um, who I met him before, it was really cool. Yeah. I met him did. with you one time, yeah. I think. He came down or somehow, I remember him being really cool. But at any rate, he called up his, this guy, Scott, that he went to college with and said, you went for industrial design, right? And Scott had just gotten back from working, um, I believe for Kawasaki in Japan, designing parts for them. Okay. And so they started talking, doing breakfast meetings, what have you, you know, once a month, just spitballing ideas, and that's where the cutter came from. Wow, this beautiful motherfucker that I'm looking at right now, with this quality, it right. started because there was a need. There was a need. There was and a he need felt like right here to build Kansas a better City. mousetrap, you know what I'm saying? Right. So he felt like he could do something better. Mm. Wow. And so he started he out. Did. Yo, got it. <laughs> Definitely he did. And so he started out. They incorporated the company January of 96. And um, they incorporated right after they got the patent, which the patent designs, you know, all around that ashtray there. Oh, so Mike brought an ashtray as well. I did. I did. And this ashtray has lots of different compartments in it. A place for uh, three, four, di- five, five cigars. And a big old bowl. To and a big bowl. Ashes. So he stabbed don't have to ash over his reflective 
uh, jumpsuit that he's yeah. wearing, this contraption that he's wearing. He, and then there's a cutter in, big lighter in there. It's, it's great. So, so Mike brought that. he started out with basically just one skew. Okay. Um, so it was the XI1 cutter, which is what this you This one right there. here? It wasn't that color. Okay. Well, not but, this color, yeah, but this but design. But that design. Okay. Um, and the design has stayed true over the years. I mean, and you can tell by looking at that picture. I mean, it's the same deal. Right. You know, a few little upgrades here and there and components upgraded over the years. But it, the company literally started out with one SKU, and he went to what was then the RTDA, Retail okay. Tobacco Department, or but it's now IPCPR. Okay. Um, which is the uh, International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. Okay. Um, but he just literally stood there in the aisle sharing a booth with either Drew Estate or Rocket Patel when they were getting started. And he would just sit there like this, just waiting for people to walk by. So he, so he could say, tell what, a story. what is that? What is that? And so he wrote a lot more orders than what he had forecast he was going to be able to do. Wow. And so he basically took, he's told the story to me several times, but he had this briefcase just full of orders. And he was like, I mortgaged my house. You know, I put, you know, my family gambled everything just to make this company work. Wow. And then he went home with all these orders and he felt like he needed you know the handcuff with the suitcase right because that was his life. that was everything that was there. everything to wow. him. he just rolled the dice put it all on the table so he started out with that one skew in a titanium color with the stainless steel blades wow and it's, and that's it that was what that was it that was in it. fact our um our original rep who's actually in hawaii or a broker a guy by the name of john fia he said when he started repping for zycar he had to buy all of his car stock his samples Oh, is that right? And I was like, gosh, how much that run? And he quoted me the wholesale price of right. the XI1 because it was one product. Wow. And so that has grown from that in 1996 to present day, 22 years later, over 450 active SKUs. Wow. You know, 11 reps around the country, including myself. Another one based in Paris that takes care of the European and Middle East market. <laughs> a, where, a warehouse in London. What? I mean, it's, it's. Did you say a Middle East market? Yes. 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 That's what he said. He you stopped. can you can literally Man. you can literally get off a plane in Paris and walk out of the airport and there the Louvre in Paris. There's a little gift shop slash cigar shop just right around the corner from the Louvre. And you walk in there and there is a Zycar display. Wow. So talk a little bit about the displays. Like I want to get into, I want to get into some stuff. So, okay, before I even talk about the displays, we're taking a lot of detours. I know. Yeah, let's talk. It's all good. It's all good. Hold on, let's talk good. about this. This cutter. shit is fascinating for me, though. Right. Go ahead. How, how's this cutter? You were telling me about the cutter, the wood, right. and everything. Can you, mm -hmm. I mean, because it's a lot of detail, a lot of sure. thought that went into this. Because you talk about that, about this particular cutter. That particular cutter, like I said, that's a spalted tamarind. Is the wood no. on the sides? Okay. Um, like I said, that's uh, from a particular tree. I don't remember the type of tree, and it may be small to tamarind for but all. But it has lines in it. You was telling me right. About so those are um, veins, for lack of a better term, from basically the rot on the jungle floor and the insects. So like when you got a piece of bad fruit, right? You know, you're like, uh, payday's till tomorrow. I'm still gonna eat this. It's got a bad spot. You cut down. Or the bread back in the day. Right. Used to have to knock the. You know, cut the mold away from the... Talk about uh, Kurt, yeah. yeah right. I mean, Cobain, that's yeah. some old project shit, yeah. That's some right. Cobain days right there. <laughs> it's project so, shit. at any rate, so that has been cut down to where 
you know, the integrity of the wood's good. Right. You know, the rot hadn't gotten to it. But still, some of the design... It's just beautifully constructed, though. I mean, some of the, the design... design is, I like the contrast. I mean, it's, it's just... Bad. it's just, yeah. it just You could tell there's some quality shit. Yeah, it's so, a nice piece. Let, let, nice me ask you, let me ask you about this, though, Mike. So, from if I'm not mistaken, because I've had, I've had some Zycar powders before now. I got stuck up a few times at fucking airports because they don't let you take lighters and shit like that, and I... Check you know, your shit. Yeah, didn't check my shit. You know, dumb shit I did. But at any rate, if there was ever a problem with your Zycar product, yeah. you're able to take it back to the store, wherever you got it or wherever. Or even send it in directly to us. Or send you it know, directly to you, you all. Know, and you were replacing it, no questions no asked. No questions asked. It's a, it's a lifetime yeah, warranty. A lifetime warranty. Wow. And, you know, it's one of those things because, like, you know, I, I bought a part for the car, a starter solenoid, or a starter for my car a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And the solenoid started acting up. I was like, oh, when they sold it to me, they were like, it's got a lifetime warranty. Cool. So I went into O'Reilly's and I had them pull up my account. I was like, it's got a warranty. I'm good, right? So like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, Here we it's, go. It's, it's a lifetime warranty On. until you start using it. Oh, uh, what? What the fuck? How does that make sense? What you know? the fuck? And so I was like, I'm spoiled. Because no, exactly. Sidecar's warranty is the product. You don't need the receipt. You don't need the box. They just got to know it came from Zycar. They Zycar's. know it came they from Zycar. They're going to know, know it came product. from Zycar because we design all of our products. We're not taking anything off the shelf. You know, a lot of other companies, I'm not going to name any names, they're going to go over where the lighters are made, and they're going to mm-hmm. go, oh, we've got some stuff we've been working on. What do you think of this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, on the other and hand. then they slap their name on They slap their name on it, you know, and they sell it. Okay? They Bullshit. don't know what's going on inside. Bullshit. So what we actually do is every product that we put out, not, there's some that some people have brought to us, not a factory, but you know, they said, hey, we've developed this product, we had this idea, and they brought it to us. But the vast majority of items, we've got two designers, and then Scott Almsberger, the gentleman that started up, you know, the design, this first one still is with us as oh, the wow. chief design officer. Okay. So we've got a total of three designers that go through, and they're just dreaming up different products. You know, where's the holes in our catalog? Right. You know, we're, you know, we need a bigger tabletop lighter, or do we need a pocket quad lighter? Do we need this? Do we need that? And they just come up with the craziest shit. Right. And then we've got an engineer who was a nuclear missile engineer for Honeywell, mm. and then worked for Garmin for a number of years, and we stole him, who then, he figures out how to make it work. Yeah. So then he says, okay, well, we want this particular part to come from this country, this factory, and then we want this to come from here. And he's the one that figures out how everything is going to work internally and then communicate that to over the factories we work with. And then on top of that, when things are coming off the line in the factories, because we don't own our own factory, we never will, but we've got four different staff members that actually go through and inspect each product right before it even yeah before it even comes over to us yeah that's what you do i mean quality you can see you can smell quality you can see you can smell quality right now is this motherfucking davidoff i got right now i'm i'm good i'm feeling really good right now i'm feeling and i got it paired up got it paired up with some eagles rare i'm I'm ready for another little drink man so we're gonna take a quick break is that cool take a quick break real quick let's take a quick break let's freshen up man let's get these cigars Relit because we've been doing more talky talky and less smoky smoky. Anyway, we will be back, man. It's a cigar talk podcast. Your boy Cobain and he staff in the building, man. Our special guest, Mike Styles, man, in the building, man. We'll be right back after this. Of course not. Back live, coming at you, cigar talk, the cigar talk podcast, coming at you 
East Part Staff. of America. Hey, Staff, do you know where you at, man? You're not in a fucking music video. You're at the Cigar Talk podcast, man. Are you Are you here with us? Did you just hear me? That's I what did. I just said. I just was trying to, I was having a little trouble understanding, like, what, I can what tell. exactly the fuck you Cigar were talking about. Cigar Talk Podcast. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's what we are. That's what we're doing. Put Mike's the in the middle. Mike Stout's in the middle. Still with us. I haven't left yet. They kept me through the break. Of course. Where are you gonna go, man? When you're bearing gifts Co- like this, and you just I was just trying to run through. away. Cobain's got my ankle. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm holding on. I'm holding just on, man. Holding you on. People, you good people, man. So anyway, we back in the building. We didn't got all fresh up, man. I got I got a little bit of uh, Eagles rare going on. We got the, the Casey Rig. We got Riggers, right? Is it Riggers or Riggers? Riggers. 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 We got Riggers going on. What'd you say? Riddles? Or something like that. We could have riddles. You're okay. rubbing off on me, man. No, you rubbing off on yourself. No, I am responsible for you now. This bizarre outfit You're that you a got big on boy. today is like rubbing off on me. Everything. Mm. It's bizarre, Olin. I've never what? seen you dress like this. Well, I'm looking at your, at your curtains right here that you're wearing. It's like, what is this that? This is some fly shit, man. Velour? It's a velour hoodie, man. It's some fly shit, man. Okay. My young, my young mama, my little mama like this type of shit. She likes when I... I'm older, but she likes when I still. She likes that cuddly velour. I think so, man. I think. I, I hope. I hope so. I hope so. But anyway, we back in the building. Mike Stop's still with us. Are you good, Mike? I'm great. What do you think about the place, man? I love it. You've been talking to us up for the last couple of years, and just you know, with just the nature of the spot, I never know when someone's here or anything like that. And that's true. You know, that's true. I've got. I'm. The. You uh, need a place with like hours and like. Well, and see, okay, so here's, here's <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not I'm that. I'm not a snob or anything I'm like that. that. Signage, no, no, no. It, it's just, you know, you know. signage would be yeah. nice. Like when I got the email from you, you were like, all right, now go here, turn here, yeah. go around it's the corner, back. It's the nice, not five now, times. Now imagine sending all that sh- instructions you got. Like imagine sending that shit through like a text message or something like right. that. Right? Like, yeah. No, I get it. It get complicated, but you know, you know, it's kind of the aura of being a part of this situation. You're just making things happen. I am. That's what we're trying to do, man. You make things happen well man. And, and truth be told the reason i haven't been out i have a stepfather okay so a nine-year-old and 11 year old so they're just involved in everything. everything got a lot of shit going on so fridays is literally like the one night of the week where my wife and i we can just relax 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 yeah, yeah. and i got a pass for tonight i wrote it on go. the calendar i was like my boy yeah. Cobain offered me to come on yes i was like i didn't go when you were coming back into town i didn't go to st patrick's same weekend i was like this is, man, I'm so glad, too. I'm honestly, man, we used to have some good times, man, at Fidel's. Fidel's was a lot of fun, man. I'm telling you, like, and I actually went down there, St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. I went down there. I had a stick down there. I talked to some of the people that was down there. Man, it was, it still got that aura. It it hasn't lost anything. As far as I'm concerned, it's still Fidel's. It still got that vibe, man. You know, and it's It's, just, all the shops around the metro are great. I mean, the shops I go to in my territory as well, they're all great. Yeah. It's just each one's got their own little characteristic. There's something, you know, something going on. And you guys got this going on here. Mm-hmm. How long has Fidel's been in Westport? 1998. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember when they first opened. I had went through there. And it was a spot, it was a right. cigar spot before that as well. I can't remember what the name of it was. It didn't last, it has had a long, the 20 year longevity that Fidel's is right. celebrating this year. Okay. Um, but as Fidel's, it's been 1998. Okay. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with your customers, man. Absolutely. Your clientele. Right. I mean, we made it a movie. When we went in there, it was like, we were there. Some of us were a little rambunctiously loud and over the top. But for the most part, it was a wave of people, like, you know, from all different backgrounds. Was you in that, that number, to... the, the loud, rambunctious? No, he staff. No, no, it really wasn't. I never got kicked out. 
No, and, and see, I was. I thinking, never, you know. Your boy Cobain, he would always come in, and this is when you were, and still are. You're doing it again. But yes. I mean, he would come in. You're, he's always giving you shit about wearing suits. I mean, this guy would always be dressed to the nines. I Thank mean, you. I yeah, never yeah, seem no, to see him in the same suit twice. The wide tie, the yeah. big knot, the links. I mean. I was trying, man. You know, it was a different time. I, I could tell this guy was making something happen. I was trying, man. Little did I know what was behind the facade. But, yeah, you, know, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, you got we all vision. were. We right. all were. You were making shit happen, though. See, and that's what I want to get into now. I want to get into some of the shit you're making happen now, man, across the country when it comes to Zycar. But you were telling us a little bit about Zycar's ascension into, like, worldwide now being mm -hmm. a go-to when it comes to, you know, tools, lighters, right. cutters, all of the th accessories that go along with the cigar culture. What's next for Zycar? Well, the uh, the company was at a little bit of a crossroads. Okay. Um, you know, the gentlemen that started it up are now 55. Okay. And, so, yeah. you know, it's a very successful company. It's always enjoyed year-over-year -year growth, which with a startup company. I mean, and you got to think about it. This guy is an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He's going into a niche industry. You know, on average, cigar smokers are one in a hundred, right? Wow. Well, really? I think it's growing though. What about it black? What about black cigar smokers? We got to be like one in five hundred. You tell one me. One in a thousand. Well, and then you get into what defines a cigar as well. Okay, gotcha. You know, yeah, we're saying. not talking about black and brown. No, or, no. Or I mean, sweets. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you know, and what that is, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care. Right, you know, right. I mean, I'm one of those, let's go ahead and get the elephant out of the room. I am the first person from the cigar industry to come on to the podcast. You guys you probably are. thought I was going to say something different. No, uh, you are. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> you are the first. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes, you are. You're After the first. Easy. 10 You're episodes. The, right. Yes. Yeah, you, this, the is 11, 11, this, yeah, this is the 11th. Right. Yeah. Number 11. That's yeah. true. 11th episode. You know, I, honestly, I didn't even no, think about No, you that. stay up on it. Yeah. This is the 11th. I just, I, just, I just invite people that I really want to fucking talk to. Right. And I think that are intriguing, that I really like. feel like the rest of the world needs to hear from because right. they like extraordinary people. But, yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. It, it really is. It really is. But, but he had been talking about you since the very beginning. Tell him. I really? told him. I didn't want to get you on the show. I yeah. told these staff that. I said, man, you got to get my boy Mike on here, man, because he's going to give us the history in a different kind of way. You know right, what I'm saying? He's going to give us the vibe. Right, and he's going to let us know where the shit's going, and that's right. what I want to know. Right. Because yeah. you all over the country. I am. Yes. I am. Um, so, Zyker, what I was leading up to. So, Kurt and Scott, they're both 55. Okay. Um, and they looked at Zyker, and while they've enjoyed that growth, they're like, to get to that next level, mm -hmm. um, you know, they wanted to do something to go bigger. They knew they needed to not gamble what they've done. Right. And it, it, I guess what I'm trying to say is they weren't willing to put in that personal investment or go into debt to right. really just put all that money into going up to, to that next, next level. level. Yeah. Okay. Um, because they're going to be looking at retirement and they've been successful what they've been able to do. Right. So it wasn't necessarily a cash out. They're both still with the company. Okay. Um, but we were purchased and acquired by a company by the name of Quality Importers. Okay. Um, based out of Weston, Florida. And um, what's the name again? What's the Quality Importers. Quality Importers. And, okay. And basically what they are what we are now, um, they're a company that was founded in ninety eight by a gentleman by the name of Michael Giordano who's still um, at the helm. Okay. And what he's done is he's been that guy that's brought in products. You know, humidors, the stinky ashtray that you're using right next to you. 
Oh, that one, yeah. Right. Stinky Sorry about that. ashtray. Well, I don't want to reach over your, your glass right. and go into the really nice yeah, Zycar, you know, custom branded. Right. I don't want to do that, so that's you know, why. Sorry. That tobacco leaf ashtray that's sitting on the table right over there, that's another one of their products. Okay. You know, and there's a few other ashtrays around here. So what they've done is they basically brought in products, as you would imagine, quality importers. Mm-hmm. What's up, Dave? What's up? And... Um, so they had the capital um, with a capital investment company as well to come in and marry the two companies together. Okay. So now, not only do we have the 450 SKUs, we've got the over 1,000 SKUs that Quality Importers there you sells go. as well. So you just ex- expand. Expand. So the name stays the same. Name is, the warranty that I talked about earlier stays the same. All that I stuff mean, stays the same. The warranty is really important. I'm really so impressed So was it a lot of concern around the fact that... Oh, you of know, course. Like, so, I mean, how did you respond to that? Was it something that... Uh, impacted you personally? Oh yeah, of course okay. it does. Yeah. You know, it's it's like oh shoot, yeah, buyout. Buyout. Oh, you, you know. So you're a little worried naturally. Oh, who yeah. doesn't? Who do, you hear yeah. buyout and you hear, you know, bigger company but smaller company on this grand corporate level. But at the end of the day, it's still it's not mom and pop size, but it's not Fortune 500 size right. either. So you can still keep those unique unique aspects right. of what make you who you are. Yeah, right. And so for me personally. You know, to be able to bring some other things to the table was they didn't have an outside sales force. Okay. So they had internal people who were making phone calls to our customers, the tobacco shops. Yeah. Excuse me. And then they were able to generate sales that way. So what they're excited about then is all of a sudden they've got this seasoned team of, like I said, 11 around the country of professionals that rep the cigar accessory trade. Wow. That already have the partnerships with our customers right and now we're able just they're able just to step right in and, and bring and their it. products to it as right well. so right. it's it's an exciting time for us yeah um, you know it's it's What's something i'm very cool? confident about it, you say it again it's something i'm very confident yeah, about. there you go there you and go. so as far as uh missouri is concerned uh there used to be a what about western missouri are you, are you mm-hmm. familiar with western missouri very very familiar is Berlin. there like a Who's cigar culture cory cory for his up there okay uh, is there a cigar culture in western West a little bit. Um, and, and the crazy thing about Weston is the population during the summer just swells from I don't even know what the population of Weston is. It's a small, small community. Right. You know, just north of Kansas City. If near you, the airport. Uh, yeah, well it's airport's halfway between here and Weston. Right. Right? Um, so it's gonna be before you get to St. Joe, just north of Platte City. But it's a small just a few hundred. Right. But during the weekends that just seems to be the destination for a lot of people go to. Why? Well, it's... Well, I mean, it's, white people are crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I didn't say this shit. But so... The well, other, the other, the other the elephant in the room... Weston has I'm a first, lot of culture. They got shit to do, right? right? Yeah, yeah they, they got, got to do. They have a couple of wineries and everything. But yeah. So, like, get this. Okay, They have a cigar culture there because, uh, well, historically. Right. Uh, because in Platte County, mm-hmm. uh, the main crop... Uh, and this is going back to slavery, was tobacco. Burley tobacco, yeah. Yeah, tobacco and hemp. Right. So Missouri was the second largest producer of hemp mm-hmm. during uh, the time period of slavery. And then the hemp was what they used to tie the bales of cotton together. But tobacco was grown here right. as a cash crop. Right. And in Virginia, in 1619, uh, the slaves were brought here to cultivate and work the tobacco crops. Mm-hmm. And so... The first major crop during slavery wasn't tobacco. Well, I'm sorry, wasn't cotton. It was but tobacco. It was tobacco. Yeah. yeah. Now you said bur- you said what kind of tobacco did you Burley say? Burley tobacco. Burley. So it wasn't. 
So what is burley? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't speak to burley myself. I know it's not anything that's used within cigars. Okay. 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 So what? What do they use it for? I wonder. I think it's cigarette tobacco. To be honest with you, cigarette tobacco. I'm not 100 so, sure. Hmm. Okay, this is kind of. I'm not. I'm just not yeah. getting into. I mean, what is the difference between cigarette tobacco and a cig- huge difference? Like yeah, chemicals and so the well that's rat end product. poison. And that's end product. Woo! I mean natural tobacco. Rat poison. I'm not I'm just But no, but at the end of the day I mean, cigarette tobacco it's, it's a crop And when I say that, I mean it's something that they They make, they harvest There isn't a whole lot of love put into it Right, right. It's like a, like There's a, a cultivation process or, right. When you talk about a Davidoff Like what we're smoking right now <laughs> what I'm smoking right You now. know there, there was some love There was right. some attention Absolutely. There, there was a cultivation right. process And the beautiful thing about cigars is from when the seed was first cultivated off of the actual tobacco plant to your hands right now, yeah. 300 pairs of hands have touched that cigar from seed to shelf. Wow. Hands. And so that, that's the process of, you know, cigar tobacco's grown in Connecticut, here in mm. the United States. Everybody's familiar with Nicaragua, Jerus, or, uh, Dominican Republic, Honduras. Cameron or yeah, Cameroon, Cameroon yeah. Africa. Africa, yeah. You know, it's grown all over, but mainly right around the equator. Okay. Right. You know, because tobacco, of the temperature, the climate. The, the climate, the temperature, the soil content, and that's where you're going to get the different tastes in the tobacco. And the beautiful thing about it is, and I heard Rocky Patel talk about this once, you know, everybody's familiar with wine. You know, right. you've got different vintages from year to year that are going to taste different. Right. Right. You know, oh, that was a good year for this whatever wine. Right. Right. I'm not a wine guy. But with tobacco, they run into the same things. Wow. Where, you know, if it's a heavy rain season. Right. Or the temperatures weren't up or they were up and they were up more than what they were used to or what they were expecting. That's going to adjust how the tobacco tastes in the end game. Wow. So the common struggle with cigar manufacturers is, okay, so we got this. Dominican Lajero that was this fourth priming and that's what's going to go into this cigar and that's what gives it this taste along with a combination of every other tobacco that goes into When you say fourth priming, what do you mean? That means it was the fourth time it was cut back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of a sudden that tobacco doesn't taste the same from year to year. Right. But in the cigar culture, you know, that cigar that you're smoking right now, the 702, you're going to expect it to taste the same today as it did, as it yeah, did, yeah. and yeah. as it's you're going to. You're not caring about the rain and all that. You no, know. you're looking for that same experience. Mm-hmm. So how do they protect that? A lot of times, it's substitutions. So okay. you know what they've got to do is okay. Well, this we're not getting that same flavor from that same leaf, from that same plant, from that same farm, from that same time of crop. Mm-hmm. We've got to try something different that's a little bit more similar to what it was. Wow. To protect the brand. I to never, protect I the taste of that. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize. So that's that's a serious education, at least for the work that comes in oh, yeah. to protecting what it right. is so that you call it. So in order to maintain brand. the authenticity. Yeah. So. Can you just start is there it like a, way? Is there like a disclaimer or something that they that they say? Well, this is kind of somewhat of a substitute, or how do they? No, I mean, at, they, at the end of the day, I mean, to get a like tasting tobacco, they're they're going to have to go someplace that's close to. Where the original one okay. was, and it maybe so maybe if it's it Dominican as much, or, yeah, maybe you know a little bit further down the hill if it was a dry okay. year, you know something like that. So they've right. got to, they can't just you know, 
this tobacco leaf came from this plant in this plot, right? And that's what we're going to stick with, and it's going to make it the cigar. Yeah. Sometimes right. you just got to go to maybe a different fact or to a different farm that's cultivating that tobacco. Right. So getting back to what we were talking about when I was talking about you know cigarette tobacco versus cigar tobacco, right. there's just a lot more care put into it. So you mentioned <clears throat> that's a good education. So you mentioned um, Rocky Patel. Mm-hmm. Who would be, in your opinion, some of the most fascinating people you've met as far as manufacturers um, when it comes to cigars in your in your sure. attention and what you do? Um, Rocky is definitely up there. Okay. Um, you know, here was a guy that he started out as a entertainment lawyer in I LA. Never knew that. Okay. And he bought a company called Indian Tobacco Company, um, and he wanted to make a cigar because he was smoking cigars, rubbing elbows with some of the elite of Hollywood during the 90s and he wanted his own cigar cigar okay so he started i wonder up. if he ever ran across suge knight you think he had uh, it's possible probably so. it's possible suge, i'm sure Shug's i'm sure possible. he ran across suge knight it's possible i'll ask him next time i see him I'll <laughs> How about okay that? yeah and All nobody right. run around suge knight right now <laughs> no suge, no 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 it's cellmate maybe right that's pretty much it <laughs> um but rocky's up there i mean he's in the cigar industry yeah. it's a household name there right? you go yeah but there's so Right now is a beautiful time for cigars because it's really the renaissance of cigars. Yeah, I, I feel that, like that too. The boutique cigar companies. Yeah. You know, you've got um, Skip Martin with Romacraft comes to mind. I like Skip, man. Skip. I follow him I follow him on Twitter and uh, Instagram right. and shit. He's a cool dude, man. He is. And Jonathan Drew's cool too. Jonathan Drew is very cool. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Nick with um, Foundation Cigars, who was the master blender for Drew Estate for years and years and years. Is that right? Um, okay. Steve Saka, who was the president of Drew Estate, you know, it's always like a coaching tree underneath Jonathan Drew now. Right. Um, you know, he's got Durbanton Tobacco Company that okay. he's doing. Okay. Um, gosh, who else? Fred Rui from Nomad Cigars. Yeah. Um, Alan Rubin from Alec Bradley Cigars. I mean, there's so you make connections with these people all over the world. I mean, you you got a, a kind of a beat on what's happening. Like what they're thinking is, do you do you feel like there's any like legislation wise? I mean, you say renaissance, right. but then at one point in time, I thought that there was like a lot of pressure on the industry. There is, and, and there things still are going to be changing. There still like, is, so, and I'm not going to go overly political. Okay, um, but you know, if if the listeners aren't, if they haven't looked into what's called CRA, which is Scar Rights of America, okay, that's the lobbyist group that's trying to fight the FDA. They've put litigation in there. Okay. Um, because the FDA is basically cracking down on the cigar industry. Is that right? They were granted um, control over the tobacco, which was Yeah, I remember this tobacco. was going on. Yeah. Yeah, 2009. Yeah. And so recently, in the last few years, and I'll give you kind of a Reader's Digest version, but recently, in the last few years, they were like, oh, we've got tobacco. Let's go take a look, see what's going on with cigars. Yeah. When, when, we, when we didn't need you. We didn't, we need, didn't need you. We didn't need you. We didn't need you. We were perfectly fine. Right. We are doing under the Under the right. because, I mean, oversight you know, of, of whatever other department. Right. We don't need FDA. Y'all should be more Regulated. less worried about these fucking GMO oranges out here. Oh, and shit. man. Right. As these opioids. Fucking, these fucking oranges with no seeds and watermelon with no fucking seeds in them. Worry about that shit. Right. Leave my motherfucking cigar alone. And the idea behind it was, well, you know, we cut down cigarette smoking for teenagers when we did this. Great. Yeah. That that need to be done. Yeah, yeah. We need to get cigarettes right. out of fourteen year old kids. But when you gonna get a fourteen year old looking for a ten dollar cigar? That doesn't happen. Not, it doesn't, it happen. doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. 
And neither do you see people standing outside in the fucking rain and cold and sleep smoking right. a cigar. Like that should tell you in itself. So it's not as addictive. That's not the right. situation. It's not the same conversation. And actually, Period. I heard that the uh, natural tobacco leaf has uh, healing properties. I didn't hear that. I read that. And yeah, they, at one point in time, the uh, what, tobacco. When were you leaves, doing this research, Eastab? You still sleep with fucking books in your bed too, by the way. No, nah. still good? no, actually. Did you fall asleep with the iPad on your chest again? Is that what happened? No. Okay. No, he's not gone. He's no. too, yeah. No, not. but the thing is, the uh, tobacco leaves right. uh, actually had healing properties. That's what they used them for initially. I would love to think so. I would love to, I would love to believe that. It'll make you but feel better while you're too smoking. good to be true. You know right. what I'm saying? But at any rate, you at feel like rate. the legislative process is going to be fair to an industry that's been around for as long as it's been around, that's been bringing people together, right. as opposed to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you do you feel like from the inside? I hope so. You hope so? I, well, I'm a, I'm a naive optimistic by nature. Okay. And, you know, I just, I got that from my mother and that's just, you know, you always look too. for the good in people. Yeah, me you too. Know, you know, you don't look at somebody and judge them or anything like right. that. You know, that's just me. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not trusting the government. No. But so what's the relationship with Cuba and cigars? Cuba, you know, it's it's one of those things, my personal opinion, you know, and I'm not speaking for anybody at my company or anything like that, but my personal opinion, they're just not all that. And that's not a popular opinion. And I've had some, but here's, so here's, you here's have you smoked a Cuban cigar? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What is your thought on Cubans? Like are are they I get that all the time. I mean, you know, I know yeah. people from still from different. Oh, I smoked a life, Cuban, and they be like, "Great, you know, <laughs> thumbs up to them." You know, right? You know, but at the end of the day, I've smoked a handful. I'm not an expert. I'm not anything. It's not anything I go after, anything like that. But you know, let's say I've smoked ten. Okay. Right. Two out of those ten, they didn't smoke very well. Right. Oh. You know. Not as complex. Not as well. Not even that. You know, it was plugged. I couldn't get a good draw off of it. Right. It didn't burn right. Or, right. You know, anything that... In your opinion, where did the best cigars come from? What Give me region? your top three, Mike. My top three? Uh, that's on my list of things to all ask. All right, all right. Top three cigars. Um, in no particular order. No order. In what region is the best region? It depends on your palate. Okay. Okay? So if you... And I'll answer your question here in a second, Kobe. But it depends on your palate. I mean, if you like something a little bit more smoother... You're going to be looking to Connecticut or Dominican because mm-hmm. they just aren't known for that spicy undertones. Um, if you're looking for something with a little bit more spice, a little bit more kicking the balls, you know, you're going to be looking for Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yep. That's where the spice is at. That's where a lot of flavors at. Um, LFD, um, La Florida Dominicana. They've got their Dominican. I think I smoked a chapter one in the last episode. Oh, that's think. a beautiful cigar. I think I did. You smoked a CAO in the last episode. Oh, I did. Okay. So you recorded a week ago. I listened to it yesterday. Oh, okay. So it's fresh. <laughs> he knows what you smoked You were 60 flathead. Uh, I smoked a lot of cigars. No, you smoked like, right, right, right. I smoked like 10 cigars since last right. week. Right. No, I got you. But at any rate, um, the LFD, I mean, it's the funniest thing because those guys, and no offense to LFD, they don't know how to make a light cigar. No. They use a lot of Lajero. And when I say Lajero, Lajero is the top part of the plant. That's that top leaf. Okay. Where it's so, concentrated up there. Right. So it's getting the most sun. It's getting okay. the most nutrients where it's, you know. So it has the most flavor? It's got to have the most flavor. It's, it's going to have the most robust. pepper. Okay. They lean a lot on Lajero. So you'll see like double Lajero. Yeah. You know, single Lajero, that sort of thing. In yeah. And that's where a lot of their flavor comes from, even though it's Dominican. 
Yes. So you can smoke one of those and go, damn, this is a spicy cigar. It tastes like something Nicaraguan, but it's Dominican. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to say the best ones come from here. Yeah. Could the best Cuban, could the best tobacco be coming from Cuba? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That doesn't mean, here's the thing. When I mentioned, you know, I don't necessarily trust the government. Let's, let's put it this way. Cuba, it's a communist society. Right. Right. Which means everything's government controlled, government owned. Mm-hmm. Right. They're leaning on 1950s, 1960s technologies. Look at the cars that they drive. Okay. I know. I so like to ride around Cuba in your car. For sure, but I'm not paying to get that ship down to 90 miles south. Oh, we'll, pay. we'll take care of it. <laughs> East staff write a couple more books. Right. So that me and Mike <laughs> so all of a sudden we're going to have a Cuba. ferry going yes. down from Key West down to, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. But now, anyway, Key West, they grow cigars in Key West? I don't know. Okay. I can find out. I mean, my new headquarters is Florida, right. Um, but Jamaica, Bahamas, I mean, there is definitely um, tobacco being grown there. But at any rate, so you got these 1950s, 1960s technology, government owned. Yeah. You know. It's not a lot of creativity. Two wrongs don't necessarily make a right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you've got people that are traveling down to Cuba. I read a, a fascinating article by a guy by the name of David Garofalo that owns Two Guys Cigar Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. Okay. He went down to Cuba. Okay. And he was able to say, you know, I knew for sure, without a doubt, and this guy's been in business for decades. Mm-hmm. He is a stalwart of the industry, great guy, very knowledgeable. But at the end of the day, he was like, I knew for sure I was smoking a Cuban cigar. So they were going down, they were visiting factories, and basically what his article says is that it wasn't like, okay, well, I'm going to roll a Partagas today, right? So then we're going to grab this tobacco from this region, do this and do this. you got to keep in mind, too, cigars that we enjoy, they're not Puros. And a Puro is a cigar that comes just from one country. Gotcha, yeah. So we've got the ability to have the complexity, to have people who have this entire world of tobacco at their disposable and pick the best. Okay. Yeah. And go, this is from Dominicans, going to go well with this wrapper from Cameroon and this binder from Ecuador, you know, a wrapper from San Andreas, Mexico. You know, they've got all that disposal. Cuba has Cuba. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. So if you don't like that particular profile, then, That's you what you got. then you're, you're out. Fucked. So on top of that, what David noticed was, you know, he's in the Partagas factory and they're taking the cigar that they rolled and they've got this picture up basically of you know all these cigars with the names underneath it and they're holding it up going oh that color is the closest to Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's how they were making their cigars wow. so all of a sudden there isn't you know what I was it's talking about a, earlier where yeah. they get specific leaves specific this right that's not what he noticed right I've never been to Cuba I don't even have a passport right now right but at the end of the day that's what he noticed and it just it reinforced my feeling on Cuban tobacco where it's just it's, in it's, a box. it's that forbidden fruit. Yeah, it's kind of like overrated. Like, yeah. Now, there's plenty of Cuban cigars that, you know, they may not have been making that on the day. The Cohiba Pahiki, the just a ton of them that are just that upper echelon of cigars yeah. that are sought after. They've got the high price associated with them. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about, you know, your B-grade yeah, right. Cuban cigars. I think the lure was, it was just something that we couldn't get at one exactly. point in time. That's exactly. what people wanted. That's why so, everybody associates with... Yeah, you know, I went to Mexico and I got these Cohibas <laughs> and they're... And it's a glass and box. And it's got the glass top. And I'm, and I'm like, like, what the oh, fuck did you just buy, bro? No. You got robbed. Right. <laughs> you oh, got robbed. It was a funny story. glass box. Funny That's story. it. I, was, I finished up in an account, um, Blue Springs, shout out to the... Uh, 
cigar merchant out in Blue Springs. Merchants, yeah, I fuck with merchants. So are they still? They still? They still oh, they're pop? still doing their thing. I need to get the, out uh, there, man. The, uh, I, fuck, owner, I fuck with them. The owner behind the company passed away a few months ago. But oh, they're okay. still kicking. They're okay. still kicking. Okay. Um, but at any rate, I had finished up with them, and I I neglected to buy a cigar while I was there, and I didn't have any in the car, and I would just jones them. They say it's not addictive, but I kind of you wanted a cigar. I wanted a cigar because I mean I'm driving. Let's got the lack, you the bro Got ham. the lack, right? And the bro ham, kick back. You want Subs a smoke are kicking, board. and I wanted one, so I stopped at a liquor store, thinking a lot of liquor stores have cigars, cigars, a humidor. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, you know, I see the packages of the Swisher Sweets, the Black and Milds, and all that. I was like, hey, you got cigars? It was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah right here. And I'm like, no, 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 cigars, <laughs> hand rolled, not machine made, premium made cigars. <laughs> what kind That's of cigar you want? <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I've got. You know, he pointed off to a corner. He was like, I got humidor back there. And it was stocked up by Dude, it was 7 Highway. 7 yeah. Highway? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what yeah. you're talking about. So, well, maybe I shouldn't finish the story now that we ratted him out. But at any rate, so and it, I could tell because I look at the tags and I saw it was Deebles took care of him. So I knew it was a good quality product. He's yep. like, shout out to Deebles. He was like, so since you asked me for a premium cigar, I got, I got something special for you. Oh, I'm shit. intrigued. He's like, cool. Oh, I'm intrigued. Shit. I'm intrigued. Okay. So he reaches down in this humidor, opens up this extra compartment that he's got down there, and he pulls out this little box of Cohibas with a glass top. <laughs> yeah, you were like, <laughs> you were and, like, and that's the dead giveaway for a fake Cohiba doesn't make a glass top wooden please, box. Okay, please, for the listeners, for the listeners, for the right? listeners. So if your buddy goes down to Bahamas, Jamaica, says, oh, I got, some, I know you smoke cigars. Just say thank you. You fucking a lot the, of people's hustle the up intent, too. The intent was there to People do something nice. You want right. to do something right. nice, but the motherfucker got a glass right. top. Bro. Right. So just Stop because they're not the in a glass top, just Stop. because they're in a glass top doesn't mean Stop they're not. The madness. Right. <laughs> so he pulled these out and he was like, "Man, I know this." And they're like, you know, four inch by forty eight ring gauge, right? Just these little petite guys. Yeah, he's trying to charge me like fifteen bucks. Oh hell no! For one of them? For one? He must have got really robbed. Right. And so I was like, "Listen." He got really robbed. Listen, I was like, "I'm not gonna." I'm going to pass, and I'm going to tell you why. And I told him why. Well, that's good. And he looked a little dejected. I was like, listen, I, I'll be back. I'll come through. I'll support you. It's See, that's your thing. nature, Mike. That's what makes you such a good fucking guy. But, yeah, but the like, guy didn't know, know that. He, he didn't know better. He but didn't you know told better. him, though. You didn't just tell him to right. fuck off. Like, you literally no. took the time no. to explain it, it to him why. That's, man, right. that's always been and your say, nature. And say, hey, let's bring that box out again. Yeah, man. So, you know, all these people jump through hoops. Whether it be go out of country or I've got a guy or go on to a website that's based in somewhere in Europe and <laughs> risk, you know, getting it seized and pay exorbitant amounts of money. When I can just walk into the spot, go in the humidor and pick out something I know I'm going to like. But right. you like. Why and am it, I going to fuck with all that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Cuban shit's always been. Well, it takes a minute to get to like that, that point, though. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's I'm going to smoke a cigar. i got to do a Cuban. Because that's just the lore. Kirk, I'm, I mean, come on. I'm sure you smoked a lot of bad cigars. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, I smoked cigars for a long time. So tell me, Mike. Yes, my top three. Your top three. Um, Top three cigars all time. Top three cigars all time. The... Uh, Ashen VSG is up there, the Ashen version, okay. which is yes. actually made by the Fuente family for Ashen. Yep. Um, yep. The Ashen is a good cigar for people that are new to cigars, right. I think. Well, and they've got a couple different lines. So they've got their classic line, which is a step up from grabbing a straw and sucking through it as far as flavor. Okay. <laughs> you know, like you're just bringing in air. It's it's a very great introductory 
you know, okay. you and I were seasoned. Okay, you know, we're it. gonna smoke whatever. I'm putting these down too, because right. over the years you put me on to some some really dope cigars. So let me, I'm go ahead. I'm a, I'm a, so Ashton VSG. Ashton VSG. Okay. Um, second one we mentioned, um, Skip and shout out to Skip and Mike Rosales, the two guys that own. Roma craft, but the craft. the Roma craft. I don't know if they put crack in that's those. some crack in that Roma craft. I, I mean, it's the same crack they put in Five Guys fries or something. Which one though? That, it's a Neanderthal. Which one? Chrome Magnum. The Chrome Magnum. The Chrome Magnum. But they do Neanderthal, the Intemperance. Yes. They've got another one called out the craft. Intemperance is great too. Oh, it's and it's good. a great price point on it, man. Oh yeah, I love I love them shit. I, I yeah, no, I'm with you. Okay, I'm, I'm vibing with you. So Roma craft. And this, this is in no particular order. No particular. I can't. Okay. You know, if you put a gun to my head, I'm still going. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I like them all. I like them all. Right. Okay. Um, Those are two excellent. Two excellent of them. options. Okay. Um, another one, which is kind of a, a go-to for me, and there's plenty: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, but the other one to round out the top three is there's one made by Fuente, and I actually smoked one earlier today. It's a Rosada Sungrown, and it doesn't say Rosada Sungrown or anything like on it. It just okay. looks like a Fuente badge. Okay, um, but it's a perennial top five, top ten from Cigar Aficionado. Okay, it's nothing. When I want something that's not quite got a lot of kick to it, it's Dominican. Okay, um, but when I want something that doesn't quite have a lot of kick to it or something like that, it's smooth. And if somebody's you know comes in the shop and they're looking for something that's a step above a Connecticut, which is a very light cigar, okay, you know, I usually turn them on to that one. There you go. Um, you try to get a lot of people to come in. Like, I want a Rocky Patel. They want something that they know. You know, that, you know they, they know Rocky Patel. Right. What else? Funny, what's, funny, funny, what's another one? Macanudo. You hear Macanudo? Macanudo. <laughs> I, want a, you know, I want a Macanudo. Which, I heard that one. They know, come in, and it's nothing against because they like, still I want a Macanudo. You know yeah. the Macanudos. I mean, it's the same kind of deal. They still have the three hundred hands touching it, but it's just it's Bud Light to craft beer. There you go. You know, it's, it's still a, a cigar. It's levels. It's still smokable. It's still good. I've smoked. Plenty of Macanudos, and they've yeah. got some other ones that don't fall in that, yeah. you know, Bud Light kind of category. Yeah, but they're still they're still great cigars. The but cigars. There's those ones, and Skip uses it ad nauseum, but the craft. Yeah, exactly. That you feel from the, you know, the boutique manufacturers. Right. That, you know, especially somebody like Skip who owns his own factory. Right. So right. you know, Mike and Skip own the Roma Craft Company. Right. Where Skip owns Nicosuania down in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Right. Um, Esteli, Nicaragua, which is just the capital of cigars. So that's where Skips is? That's where that's, his, where, that's home. That's home for him? That is home for him. Esteli. Esteli, Nicaragua. Esteli, that's Nicaragua. Where he's this out is of. my first time I smoked wow. a cigar. And uh, Kurt gave me this uh, Davidoff. It's a Davidoff, yeah. What so the but, fuck are you doing with it, Eastad? But what? you've never even smoked this. I haven't. And you gave I it said, to me to smoke like a guinea pig, and I'm like, what, no, is this? what am I supposed to be looking no, for? No, it's a fucking gift, Eastad. No, but I'm like, what am I it's supposed to be looking for? It's a great fucking cigar. You don't, I said keep the label so I'll remember to pick me up some more. Like, yeah, but I was thinking that you were smoking. Are you enjoying it? He's playing okay. with it. He's playing with it like it's a fucking Lego. No, like, but I'm thinking that you was going to give me something that you like. I do like Davidoff as the brand. But you've never smoked this one. That particular one, no, I haven't. They had an event. And but it's I, pretty cool. I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's got I like I mean, the way it's I mean, got me feeling. The, oh, the thing fuck. about the thing about Davidoff is you're not going to run it into any quality issues with it. No, okay. you're not. I'm you know, enjoying I'm, the fuck out of my same, my, same, absolutely. And top, the reason, yeah, go ahead. No, and the reason I grabbed the Millennium when you were like pick some cigars. Which one? Yeah. Um, so, a buddy of mine who's a rep for Davidoff, 
um, he sent me some cigars when the Royals won the World Series, a four pack. Yeah. Two thousand. Well, and this was, that was a good one. Here's here's the part that sucks about it. It was 2014. Yeah. Right. So he gave me a four pack. I was like, oh, one for each win. Yeah. Now, here's the part that really fucking sucks. My brother is a transplant through the Coast Guard to Northern California. Oh, And he shit. never gave a fuck about sports growing <laughs> up, right? Right. Uh, and then, I mean, my grandpa would take us out to Royals games. Mm-hmm. I'd be sometimes we'd come to Kansas City. Yeah. You know, cheese game, the whole nine yards. And I was like, but you're, you're from Case. You're from the <laughs> you're KC. From here. This is our team, this right? Is our we're team, doing it. Yes. We're doing it for the first time, you know, 29 years at that point. Yes. And he was like, nah, I moved up here in 2010. You know, everybody was repping. I was like, that's when they started fucking winning. You know, <laughs> that was the start of their evens, right? Damn. So all of a sudden, when the Giants made it, and he married a huge Giants fan. Oh, and I love her to death. Yeah. They celebrated their fourth wedding anniversary last yesterday. And, um, but it was, the deal was, when it came down to game seven, yeah. he was like, I'll bet you that last cigar you got in that box. Because I was smoking these, these millenniums. Yeah. Yes, uh, exactly. Up until, because Royals won. Next day, I'm smoking that smoking cigar. Smoking that right? one, yeah. So Sweet. he got that last one. Oh, fuck, man. On that millennium. So. Hey, we earned our stones. But we did the next year. We earned our stones during that series that we lost, and I'm looking for us to get back. At Absolutely. Some point. It well, may take, take us a, a while. minute. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Just so fucking pessimistic all the time no, I'm just about the truth. Kansas City sports, man. So you think they're going to win next year? No, I'm not saying next it's year. It's going to take a minute. But it's okay. Kurt, it's okay. It's okay if it takes a minute. The Royals are not reverting back to, like, Early 2000s, no, 90s, no, nothing. No, like we're that. not going to be gonna be, It's still going to be fine going to the K. Yeah, it's still going to be relevant. You know, yes. we're still going to be. We're not going to be thrown in the towel in July. No, I hope. Fuck, I fucking hope not. That's because so, of our coach. I like Ned Jones. Top, top three places that you've had to travel to in your role with Zycar right now. Well, I would be remiss not to mention Las Vegas. Vegas is the shit. Ve- Vegas is always good. Um, so was that for the Big Smoke? That was for the IPCR chart. Okay, trade there you go. Because we are just accessories, okay. you know, we don't we don't mess with the big smoke because we're not okay. going to give our yeah. shit away. Right. But um, so the IPCPR is the trade show for the retailers and all of the um, vendors to come meet up, and that's it's the best time. We do about a quarter of our sales, and I may be off on this, but about a quarter of our sales for the year, uh, not quite, about ten percent of our sales for the year in like one week uh-huh. at that trade show. Oh wow! Oh, so wow. generally, it's usually in Vegas. Okay. Um, but top one I've been to was probably same trade show. Um, was in New Orleans. Ooh. So that was the uh, French Quarter. Yes, we stayed right there in the French Quarter. My wife yes. came down with me. Um, she awesome, had some frequent man. flyer miles. So the first couple days, I'm working. I'm putting everything together for the trade show. Yeah. But at night, we're hanging out. It was a delayed honeymoon for us. Yes. So we were able to go out in the French Quarter. So that's always oh, well, that's, that's, that's really tough. That's very awesome. helpful. Yeah. Awesome, oh, So that was awesome. So there seems to be a new phenomenon with more women enjoying cigars is what I'm saying. It, there does seem, that does seem to be picking up. Yeah. And I mean. How the fuck would you know, East You don't know. Well, because I'm out here. I see things. Well. Uh, why know, wouldn't I, mean, I know that, Kurt? Well, why wouldn't uh, I know that, Cobain? Now, you know, it, I, here's the saying. thing. And somebody, you're newer <laughs> to the cigar culture. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not even in the cigar culture, it's but I hear good. people talking right. about. So, but I hear females talking thing. about cigars. Here's the thing: it's it's this subculture, and you know, you, Cobain, you're busting his balls saying, "How would you know?" But I mean, you get into <laughs> you get into social media, yeah. And you all see of a sudden, things. all of a sudden, it's like you're pulling back the covers. I had a lot of women in here last night at the cigar lounge 
smoking cigars. There wasn't no crazy shit going right. on. They just and if my wife's agreed. listening, there's no way no. There's it's no total sausage fest in here right uh, now. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Why did, but you needed a disclaimer or something. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just because there's a but, rumor going around that somehow we don't allow women to come in here. Somebody, I think somebody was hating on us. I don't know. Oh okay, was I was wondering why like, you had to say that. Oh, that's, that's a boys club or yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it is all men that have uh, lockers and memberships. Right. So that is true. And yeah, but anyway, I'm sorry. But you know, it's. It's one of those things where, you know, it's always been associated as being a the man thing, the, the man yeah. thing. But women getting into cigars, it's a beautiful and thing. And I see them taking shit. pictures with cigars. Yeah. A lot of women know their shit, too. And like Michelle. Michelle knows her shit. Yeah. She knew her shit, yeah. So, so a, New, you said Vegas, New Orleans. I would probably have to say I did an event in uh, Boulder, Colorado last fall. Okay. Um, with craft beer country? Craft beer country. Yeah. Um, but it was with um, Smoker Smoker Friendly is the name of the company that puts on this big consumer facing event mm-hmm. where just a shit ton of vendors come out there and it was just you're up in a nice hotel, you're looking at the mountains. It was just yeah. it was a beautiful scenery. Yeah, yeah. I mean I mean you being able to be in that role, be able to do I mean, they got the they got the right person, man. Zycar's got the right person Thank representing you. the brand and obviously man, you know, like I say you 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 have a certain kind of aura about you when you go around, move around. Like just like you're very He's personable, very personable. I try, and you know your shit too, Mike. And that's the difference too. See, you know your shit. Oh, I don't know anything. You, you just gotta speak confidently. You like what KU's doing right now? up fifteen to twenty-five so playing right now. We've got uh, obviously you know we're into the Sweet Sixteen, so KU's on right now. Did um, you just say? Any, any wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Did you? Did you just say KU and then you said we're? Were you were you claiming KU? No, no, I was saying. We, yeah, said, you said we're in the Sweet Sixteen. Did you hear? No, no, I said we're like. He like, said we're in the Sweet Sixteen. That's no, what you said. No, son. that's not what I meant. Slow down. <laughs> let me put. Let me pull my Mizzou, my fresh Mizzou cutter out and hold on to it while I make this point. We, as in all of us, are experiencing the Sweet 16 there right now. There you go. I you KU happens to be into it. They're up 27-22 right now against Clemson. It's great, man. It's great. I, again, don't get me wrong. If it's a local area, regional team, I'm going to be supporting them. So, no, hold on now. But, I mean, if hell froze now, over, Missouri to get further in. You KU. really hate on KU. Come on, Cobain, now. You can't get on the bandwagon now. Uh, see, no, and you're the He's protector of the bandwagon. No, I'm not, but you're you. definitely on the bandwagon. You. You're the protector of the bandwagon. Wins, it's a win for everybody. No, no. I'm just saying, Stab. Listen, you bandwagon. If, if it's a regional thing, then I'm not gonna shit on my son's a KU fan. But you been shitting on KU. I have not. I just been trying to figure out. You shit on Kansas every episode. Kansas. No, you sit up and celebrate no, everything about Kansas. Kansas, and I recognize the region. So, isn't it a beautiful thing how cigars bring us together? <laughs> Good point. Good point, man. I got, I got, you know what? So, like, at the end of the day, you know, I'm glad that KU's there. I really, you know, if it's part of a wagon. regional thing, then great. You know what I'm saying? It's good for the area. It's good for the region, man. And, you know, what's good for us. You on the and, wagon. and what's good for our podcast is we can have guests like Mike Stouts in the building, man, representing, man, having a good drink with us, a great smoke, man. This, this Davidoff is really going down well. I'm, I'm, yeah, this is kind of spicy. So we, we did this we did this thing where we did, like, uh, we gave them lighters. We, we, we rate the cigars based on lighters. Right, right, right. So right now, what do you think? You're about, I don't know, a good 
Oh, I'm, I'm, you're, I you're passed that halfway mark. You passed the halfway mark. So what are you thinking right now? You know, for the Davidoff Millennium, you know, it's, I'm one of the, it's out of five, right? Yeah. A, a solid four and a half. Four and a half lighters. You know, and it's just because I can't. Four and, I, and a half I'm lighters for the millennium. I'm still looking for that perfect cigar for me. There you go. Right? There so you go. When I find that fifth one. It's going it's to happen. I'm it's not going to rate my gift here because I don't. I haven't smoked enough to rate it against. How would uh, how would you, how would you would rate? I do this again? Yes. Now your lighter on a scale of one. Oh, to five. the lighter. Yeah. Everything. Oh, all that five. shit. Five lighters. Five, five lighters for the lighter. lighter and the cutter. Like, there man, you go. Seriously, bro. I thank. I thank. The cutters. I really I'll pass, I'll, if this wasn't you, me, I'll pass on my thank. No, please do because we got to start representing that shit, man. Like it's a Kansas City company. This is there we go. Zycar always talking about Kansas City. We always. What are we? We are born. We are Kansas City based. Kansas Cityans that love Kansas City. We love Kansas City through and through, despite East kind of like. You got to You got to You got to represent the dot too because it shares a name. Yes, you're right. Now he's not gonna do that. I know he's not, but you know. I mean, I gotta take your side on something. I'm I'm from the Kansas side. I'm just saying. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's the region. It's a regional thing. We Kansas Cityans through and through. Thank you. And that could include Kansas. Sometimes I guess that's gotta get y'all shit together over there, man. They do. They, Jesus. Oh, they do. See, hold on. Is this how it goes? See, I hear, I hear we, I hear they. You see how whimsical? This is the type of shit I have to deal with every fucking week. I but I wouldn't want to. And do it gets recorded for prosperity and thrown it out does. to everybody. You know what? I wouldn't. Ter- I wouldn't change. No, but you know what? Wyandotte County, Wyandotte County needs help. Yeah. How can every, we help them? Well. That's a whole nother That's discussion. a whole nother podcast. Yes. <laughs> That's not, not Mike, you got a prediction for uh, the tournament? And who, you who, know, I, I'm I know you're a KU fan. I'm a KU fan. You is know? it the year? Is this, is this 2008 you know, all well, over you again? Got, you got to look at it. I mean, we won in 1988. We won in 2008. I, is I'm, that the thing? Are y'all really doing that? Please don't tell me y'all doing well, it. Well, okay, so a buddy of mine, he put this <laughs> Are y'all out. really doing that 2008 no, no, 98, 2008, now 2018. Are y'all really doing that? 2008, 2008. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened in 98. But, you know, here's the end of the day. You know, KU, they just crested UCLA. Okay. For most conference titles, you know, in a series uninterrupted. Right. Streak. That's the word I'm looking for, streak. Right. Is it their year? I, I It would know. be amazing. I wouldn't put money on it. I, I would I, not. I, I would not money. put the bottom dollar on it. No, by any stretch. It would be Amazing if they did. KU the has disappointed me a lot of times. Sure. You can't yeah. win them all. You can't win them all. I'd love to see KU do it. K-State getting into the Sweet 16 or getting to the Lead 8 and knocking off yeah. Calipari's Kentucky. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that was, that's and a And actually, for the record, Cobain, I would rather see K-State win than KU. I'd like yeah. to see K-State get their nugget, except I don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. As a KU fan, I don't want to hear it. So... I don't know. I mean, I would, I would celebrate. I would celebrate like hey, anybody else. Come you don't else. celebrate, period. No, I, I love, I love celebrations. There's nothing wrong with that. I love celebrations, East Dad. I mean, you know, at the end of the season, somebody's going to win it all, and they're going to stand tall. Nothing's wrong with celebration, man. No, it's not. We need to celebrate more. Yeah. Anyways, so we're going to wrap this shit up. But listen, what I want to do before then, man, I had this, I had this thought because Joe Biden, or Joe Biden, put out a, t- a tweet. Right? So I got a question for you, Mike. Who wins in a bar fight between Joe Biden and Donald Trump? Oh. But wait, yeah. but wait, but wait. It's not just any bar. It's a, it's a strip club. <laughs> well, that's a trick question because I'm not sure you're going to find Biden in a strip club. 
Why not? Now, Why not? Well, because Trump probably owns a son of a bitch to start off with. <laughs> that don't mean he won't let Biden come in. Though. Uh, I mean, you know, He's not going to care money's if Biden green. comes in. Money's green. <laughs> no, man. In a street fight, I, Joe's crafty. And, you know, if you were to say, Joe, you know, you, I don't know if you guys keep up with it, but, I mean, Joe likes his ice cream. So if you say, you know what? Winner gets a scoop of ice cream. Joe's probably going to be all over. You know, I'm a Biden fan. I'm an Obama fan. Yeah. I mean, to touch on the black history, I am white. Yeah. You know, I do live in Johnson. Really? Kansas. Are you? You're I am. white? Wow. Get the fuck out of here. But I'm very proud I never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I love what Obama's stature was, and Biden is obviously part of that. I was at the Brown versus uh, Board of Education um, historical facility when Obama took office okay. in 2000, uh, 2009 right. when he was sworn in. That's right. I mean, have you been to that museum? Yeah, absolutely. I was there. Okay. Yeah, when, there during his inauguration day, I was, was museum, there. Right? I was at yeah. the museum. Because um, so, that's where I was living to speak at the time. So, I mean, yeah. I'm a Biden fan. I mean, Biden, I think Biden get him too. I, 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 told, my wife, try I told my wife last night, I was like, I wish Biden wasn't as old as what he was. Because I'd yeah, love he, to he see him dope. doing something in 20. The thing is, man, like, you know, regardless of who's in office, you know, I'm just, I just asked that question to make sure. jokes. But regardless of who's in office, man, I mean, we've seen and been through a whole lot of shit across the board. I feel like. This man, these fucking cigars bring everybody together, no matter what the fuck you believe. Because I remember sitting in Fidel's, listening to the debates back in the day. You know what I'm saying? And uh, all this shit. You know, at the end of the day, everybody had their opinion and their beliefs on things. But at the end of the day, this right here, man, was like, what you smoking? You know, oh, I like this. And then you get into a five hour conversation with somebody smoking two, three cigars. And have no idea about back, all that shit. None of that shit matters. And we matter. need more. None of that shit matters. We matter. need more things to bring us together. Absolutely. There you, you know, go. That, that one in a hundred, it's a not people. enough. There yes. you go. Because, I mean, everybody's in up in arms about who's in office, who's this. The office of the, I mean, let's take a step back. You know, try ordering lunch for an office full of people. You're going to get all these amount of opinions and you're trying to make all <laughs> yeah. these people happy, right? right? Right. So this guys trying to make 350 million people happy they ain't gonna happen it's just not gonna happen not gonna happen it just isn't so what's your responsibility when i get up every day i want to make myself happy i want to do know, things right, that yeah. make me happy and i want to improve my life and other people's lives and i when i have an interaction with somebody i want to make sure that it was a pleasant experience you know what i'm saying right. that's how i move that's how i operate that's how i always been that's i think one of the things that brought me and mike together is like Absolutely. man mike's always been a cool cool cat that's why he was on my initial list of people, I said, me, me and East Dow, I said, we got to talk to Mike, man. We got to bring him on the show. We do this shit, we got to bring Mike on the show, man. So I'm, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate the gifts. I oh, appreciate the, the education. Definitely. You know My, pleasure. My pleasure. And of what it is and what you bring to the situation. So if people want to catch up with you. Sure. How do, we, how do we go about doing that, man? Um, Zykar Mike on social media, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm okay. all through it. So Zykar Mike. Yep. Zykar, Zykar. That's easy enough. X I K A R. It's easy enough. We didn't even get in the, the name of Zykar, where that came from. Where did, we totally yeah. let's get in there real quick. Skip that. Yeah, that's um, that's a that actually goes back to uh, cigar history. There was a book that Kurt Van Kappel was reading when he was starting out the company. It was about cigars. Okay. The name of the author escapes me. The cigars actually started in the Mayan culture. Mayan. So they were actually taking cigar leaves, bunching them up, sitting around a circle. Which I believe they called a bahiki, which is where that name comes from. Okay. Um, and then just blowing smoke up to the gods. Wow. They called it. They called it a cigar. 
Sikar was the name of the bunched up leaves of tobacco. And, and that was what we, be, what we, we believe to be the first cigar. Right. So, Thanks for the oh, oh, so, yeah. so the name Zykar, so he, the original, this is the funny part, the original name of Zykar was going to be Sikar, but he wanted to stylize a little bit. That's where the X comes from. And when you look at the logo, the X is cutting through the eye because we start out as a company, as a cigar cutter company. But when you look at the name, and I've heard it butchered every which way. But when customers started calling up, they were like, oh, is this Zycar? So in the vein of the customer's always right, he went from calling it Sikar in homage <laughs> oh, to the Mayans to, to, Zycar. to Zycar. Wow. So that's where the name that's Zycar goes. I like Zycar, so crispy. There you go. So wherever you are in the world with your Zycar cutter, your Zycar lighter, you just got the real Oh, where the, story the name came it. from. Second generation from the horse's mouth. There you go. There you but you go, know, man. What I'm, sm- what I'm smoking has me feeling really, really mellow. I'm glad it's he's going to start tasting like paper if you don't take that wrap. Yeah, you got to. Fuck, he's stabbed. How long Bang. have we fucking. Oh, my God. He's stabbed is about to start a fucking fire in here right now. <laughs> he's about to smoke a condom. He's, he's about to start a fire right in here right now. I'll start burning up his leaf. Anyway, we're still smoking good. We're going we're gonna to finish the game. You're going to hang out with us, Mike. I'll hang out. Mike's going to hang out, finish watching the game, man. The KU game. They still at it. Eastad, where can they find you, man? What's good with you, brother? www.kansascitytourcompany.com So we have the uh, Civil Rights Tour and the River City Mafia Tour. River City Mafia Tour. If you haven't done that tour, please take the time to find out about the history of our great city. And we're also, every Saturday, walking tours of 18th and Vine. Based out of the Mutual Musicians Foundation. Have you had a chance to go up in there? I have not. I'm we can familiar with 18th and Absolutely. We need to pull the Broham out, get yes. it cleaned up. Absolutely. We can go to the hood, hit a couple corners. We got I, I can't go far. Well, yeah. yeah. We well, new, new tires are coming. New tires okay. are coming. Well, I'm glad you didn't do it too because it's all this destruction going on. But what I'm saying, why are you giving this shit to us? Because you said No, you wanted this. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. You're losing your mind, I, A little bit. I, I do from time yeah. to time. No. But no, what I'm saying is that we need to plan a time frame to go down to the foundation. To the sure. foundation. Make it just a whole cigar you night. You like live music? Absolutely. Yes. That's that's yes. bread and butter for me. Mike's gonna do it. Are you do a jazz, jazz fan? Love jazz. We're gonna do the jazz. Love so the foundation is where Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie met. Beautiful. For the first time. For the first time. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna find a time to do that anyway, man. Mike, it's been a pleasure, brother. I really oh, it's appreciate been pleasure. it's been all mine. I hope you know our listeners understand, man. This is it's levels to this shit, and it's levels to the understanding of how this culture works, man. And it, it doesn't matter where you come from, your background. You from Holt, Kansas. Holton, Kansas. Holton, Holton. Kansas. Population 3,500. 3,500 people, man. You here doing it, making it happen, and all over the world, man, with the Zycar brand. We appreciate yep. your time, man. You coming through here, man. And do not. Please do not be no stranger. It won't be. This I mean, is you home, need, man. You get to the point where you need somebody else on, just give me a holler. We got man, more we can talk about. Home, we we just scratch we, the surface. That's that's what I'm saying. So we on it, man. Cigar Talk Podcast. Your boy Cobain and East, East Staff. Staff in the building, man. We'll see y'all again, man. Have a good one.